Do you remember the first hockey game you ever attended as a kid? The first one? Yeah. Oh, well, I do remember a time in Duluth when um, Chicago was playing and Bobby Hall. Um, um, you know, I forget who they were playing against, though, you know. And I remember him uh, taking a slap shot, and it actually um, went up and stuck in in um, the boards above the, you know, above the glass, you know. And although I just remember the crowd going, whoa, you know, like, a, <laughs> like a, he put it through the the puck right through there, you know. Do you remember who the the first hockey player you looked up to? Who was your first hockey idol? Oh, I would say, you know, um, I always wore nine, so, it, you know, Gordie Howe, you know. Mm. Um, you know, when you could get the number, you know. Um, of course, everybody, the older guys, you know, when you're coming in the team had first dibs but um but that was always my desired number number nine yeah you know there was a lot of guys i mean there's like lafleur you know and bobby Orr. you know Orr's was the hardest number to get so you, you could never could never use that probably the most sought after number two you know but um for some reason nine to it it um it always resonated with me somehow you know so tell me about the, the, your earning the spot on the 1980 Olympic hockey team and what you your most vivid remembrance of that entire experience was. Well, you know, I wasn't, um, you know, entirely sold on the, the, that's the thing about it when I first um, um, had the opportunity. You know, other than 1960, you know, it, my dream more was to go into the NHL. I really didn't ever think or you know that I would play Olympics you know it wasn't on the, it wasn't really on the, the list of you know the kind of bucket list whatever you want to call it you know and I didn't have you know Herb didn't play me a lot you know during that year because um, for whatever reason he sat on the bench a lot he were like the um, you know we didn't play power play he didn't play penalty killing and um, when you don't play those two mostly playing against um, uh, you know the the minors. You know the AHL, uh, and you know most of them were filled with penalties. You know because <laughs> they always tried to intimidate you. You know, and um, so you sat on the bench a lot, and you you know you'd have you know so you if you're playing seven minutes a game or five minutes a game, you're just uh, uh, you know there's some players that. You know, would would enjoy that, but uh, it's it's tough to get into a game for me when you're only playing a limited amount of ice time. You know, and so it wasn't really a good year. And uh, the way Herb coaches is <laughs> was different too than any coach. He he was incredible in in ways, and one of them was uh, the shape he got you into. Um, he was way ahead of his time. The personnel he had around him and how to. Uh, get that player into shape and um so anyway um it wasn't until the olympics where i i happened to be uh bump into uh some of the canadian players going you know, up in a up in an elevator and uh one of them was glenn anderson from, and he says boy I, brooks doesn't give you any ice time at all you know and that motivated me to one time during the first game in the olympics i said herb if you want me to perform you got to give me some ice time and that that was a turn that was like the signal to him that i i guess that i wanted to play more you know or i 
that he should play me more. So I started to at least play on uh, penalty killing, you know, and um, that um, changed my own ice time, and it helped, you know. What's the your first thought um, when the clock winds down and you guys beat Russia? Well, um, yeah, yeah, against those guys, you know, <laughs> uh, the whole Olympics was pretty, pretty amazing. Yeah, I was wrong about it at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. It went by fast, you know, but, um, yeah, you know, it's it's something you didn't expect, you know. We didn't, no one expected, and we didn't expect anything, you know, to, to accomplish anything there, you know. But, um, yeah, it was pretty amazing. So, that. so after the Olympics, you, you're a free agent. You, you're not drafted, and you end up with the New York Rangers. How did that come about, and, and what do you remember about finally fulfilling that dream of signing an NHL contract? Well, you know, I was, um, uh, you, you know, the only thing is, you know, when you're five, seven, you know, um, all the way up, you're kind of, you know, I was kind of conditioned from early on, you know, uh, because I had um, uh, been drafted by the Peter Peets of the, you know, of the OHA at OHL at that time, the um, Ontario Hockey League, you know, and uh, Roger Nielsen actually came to my, you know, um, flew in to a local town, Hibbing, and we picked him up at the airport, and he came over to the house and met me and my parents, and, and uh, you know, like, you know, him and everybody else, like, you're, you're kind of small, but, you you know, you, you can come out, you know, so you, it was kind of a... Um, uh, it was kind of frustrating that you know um, that everybody had that attitude. So, um, it, you know, and and so uh, after you know you're you're just conditioned after a while, and it kind of get a little. Um, your attitude is maybe my attitude probably wasn't as good as because uh, I already t- been told numerous times you're you know you're just too small to play you know basically and uh i guess it affected me you know on on uh on a, on a, a level you know that maybe i should have um uh, not listened to him so much or but anyway um i i had a chance to go over to switzerland because um you know well i did have a uh, uh first of all i should tell you that the montreal canadians wanted to sign me you know uh, but it was, you know, they didn't really send anybody to talk to me, you know. So I took a bus out actually to uh, Portland, Maine, from Duluth, and I um, um, they were offering me a two-way contract, you know. And um, and anyway, I showed up uh, for practice there. You know, I, they had a game that that day. They were in Nova Scotia. I guess their their farm club was uh, Nova Scotia. You know, right. and I just was talking through my this agent who who had talked to them. Um, nobody in the organization had called me, and so I um, anyway I I took the bus out and I practiced with them in the morning. I just thought uh, this is you know I didn't sign anything. I was just there to you know. Um, possibly sign, you know, if I wanted to. And so anyway, I got, jumped in practice with them in the morning and, um, you know, and most of the guys in the cl- club, you know, the, oh, they're like, 
oh great, who's this guy? One, you know, wondering who's going to get replaced or you know, or what's going to happen. So they weren't happy, you know. And so I watched a game that night. And it was just marred with fights and penalties, and uh, and I thought. Lucky I didn't play because even your own guys don't even want you there, you know. <laughs> and so, I, without saying anything, I just said, you know, I don't think this is my route. I mean, um, but, I, you know, I, I thought, well, you know, if they would have maybe sent somebody from the organization, explained, you know, here's what we want from me. But it was just like, am I going to get stuck down here? Uh, you know, if I go out on the ice where your own team's not even going to protect you, you're going to get hurt, you know. And, um, like, Harrington got his jaw broke right off the bat. And, um, you know, I, and uh, I didn't want to be in a situation like that, you know. So I just um, didn't sign with them. I did go to Switzerland where Herb asked me if I wanted to try out the next, you know, 81-82 uh, season. And I said, yeah. So I, I actually started in, you know, um, the minor club at that time, you know, the Rangers, they went over to, they went over to, um, uh, Finland to train, you know, and so New Haven, I was the farm club at that time. So, um, you know, it, it, um, you know, I played the games in there and, uh, and Herb's attitude on, on me had changed too, you know, uh, you know, so, um, anyway, it, uh, ended up really good because there's no club that would have um after the first year uh the vice president jack crumpy ripped up that contract my two-way and signed me to a new one and gave me a bonus and then after the second year they ripped up that one and signed me to another contract so there would have been no one but the Rangers who had ever done that, that. Tell me about that first game as a Ranger where you, you get to see that Ranger jersey with your name on it for the first time and that first regular season game um, as an NHL player. What do you remember about that? Well, you know, you get out there and you wonder if you, you should even be there, you know, um, you know, because uh, <laughs> all of a sudden your dream's fulfilled, you know, but it's pretty amazing playing against um um, I, I forget who we play actually the first game. You the know? Red Wings. Yeah, was it, was it the Red Wings? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't remember much of that game because there's a lot of you know you started to feel the pressure then after a while you know a performance and and um, but yeah it's, it's it is an amazing feeling that uh, when you finally fulfill it you know you know the first. Uh, game I really remember is actually playing the Islanders there, you know, in the exhibition. It was an exhibition game there, you know, and I played with Anders, so uh, he had set me up. I mean, anybody could have put him. My mother could have put him in, you know. It's also interesting because you actually had played, uh, even before the exhibition season, you played a game at Madison Square Garden. Um, not such a memorable game. It was uh, the exhibition, you know, right before the Olympics, where you guys got um, lit up against the Russian team. At any, sure. At any time when you were during the exhibition season, or like when you, you know, the season started, did you ever like realize like where that run took you from that particular game on Garden Ice to where you were now as a, a Ranger? Well, I tell you what, it, it was an eye-opener because, you know, um, you look at hockey today and you, 
you know, that's one advantage that a lot of these players have is they're playing, they, you know, on these um, select teams, you know, and they're playing against players that are uh, the top in the world. Every country is sending their best, you know, and that experience, um, uh, you know, is incredibly important, you know, for your development because, um, you know, at that time you, there was only really, um, you know, like Herb, Bob Johnson, and I forget, I don't, I, I forget the, uh, the BU guy out there, you know, and, um, anyway, um, you know, when, during that period of hockey in the U.S., you know, um, they they were the ones that um, if there was some kind of tournament over wherever you know Canada or Czechoslovakia Soviet Union wherever you want um, of course they're going to get their own players you know they're, if they're going to they're selected to coach the team well they're going to get most of their own players and you know for experience and you know and uh, get some other pros in there different you know uh, and you know, so a lot, like I never uh, was given the opportunity to play like that. So, yeah, the Russian game was an incredible eye-opener, you know. But I, I learned a lot just from that one game, and and um, um, it helped. That was their biggest mistake is to let us uh, even play with them. It it gave, uh, it got all the kinks out, and... Um, it was really an eye-opener. It was like uh, your hockey IQ went up uh, considerably. You mentioned Herb. Herb's your first NHL coach. Um, what did Herb Brooks mean to you as far as a coach and, and more so just life in general? Well, you know, Herb was, uh, you know, those co- the, the coaches, uh, it's, you know, they never get a day off, you know. But uh, Herb was, you know, he was driven, you know. He was driven. He, um, you know, his experience like, caused him to get on his <laughs> get on his frustration. I guess on, you know, no, I shouldn't say that, you know. But uh, Herb was a disciplinarian, you know, and he um, he had a strange way of coaching, though. You know, I don't, I wouldn't necessarily agree with it, you know. Uh, but he was incredible at um, at uh, on training his on training his players you know he he knew how to get them into the ultimate shape that um that player needed to be in so um that was his biggest asset really and he did did know the game good you know he did know the game and i was lucky because i think he thought that he owed it to us uh, all of us after a while you know about you know he became more you know, he just felt like he he owed us, uh, you know, for going through the whole Olympic experience. So he was uh, just a little bit more friendly and and uh, you know more appreciative of of all the players that um, he achieved the Olympic his Olympic goal too. Your first captain as a Ranger was Barry Beck, who to this day still seems to be, you know, taking care of his players. What was Barry Beck like as a captain, as a leader for you? Oh, he's, he was awesome, you know. Um, uh, you know, I remember, <laughs> it was kind of funny, it was, it was the first year we were in Pittsburgh, I remember, and um, um, I was skating by the center ice, you know, and here's a Pittsburgh player, and it ended up to be McSorley, you know, 
and he came up high with a stick and caught me. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't remember if it was by accident or purpose, but I, I think I swung back at him and maybe caught him too. You know, and he stopped, and um, he all, all of a sudden he, you know, he stopped. He, you know, we kind of were kind of squared off we were about 10 feet apart and he took a few steps towards me and all of a sudden he stopped and he put his head down and you know kind of turned away and I didn't understand why until I turned around and here's Baba standing right behind me <laughs> so I thought well that could have ended badly <laughs> if he wasn't there and you know he put his head down like a little puppy and you know, skated away. So I thought uh, that was pretty amazing that, uh, you know, he didn't want to tangle with Bubba, you know. So, no, Bubba was a great uh, captain and, and uh, you know, great leader. So your, your first taste of the NHL playoffs come in your rookie season. That also includes your first uh, Islander Ranger playoff series. What was your first impression of the Islander Ranger rivalry and, and being part of that, especially playoff time? And how did the playoffs differ from either the Olympic experience and the regular season? Well, unfortunately, on the first year, um, you know, I heard myself, you know, what I made, you know, what I did is when I was in, um, where Philadelphia, I had um, actually thought, you know, I, I came in to check uh, uh, Kerr, and um, he came up with his knee. He's big. Oh, it's like hitting a brick wall, you know, like hitting a semi truck. Uh, uh, and I, I pulled all the muscles in my um, side, so I, I wasn't really able to. I didn't play. Uh, I think I only played one game with the against the Islanders and then after we eliminated, you know, and, um, but they were, um, you know, pretty awesome team. I mean, they, they had so many personnel that could really win the game, you know, um, they were really tough to play against, you know, they, they had, um, they just had the discipline and yeah, so they never panicked, you know, or through any of the situations, uh, that they were in ever, you know. So, um, and like I said, they had so many, so many guys that could really win it, and uh, so much depth, and you know, so goaltending and everything that um, they, you know, it's just unlucky that we had to play them all the time at, at first, <laughs> right off the bat, or the second round, you know. So, and how did that add to the rivalry? Yeah, you know, I. Yeah, I wanted to beat them in the worst way, obviously. And um, but like I said, uh, they were just uh, such a good team that uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a big task, you know. So lastly, uh, October twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six, you're traded to Minnesota by the Rangers. Um, first reaction uh, is it softened by the fact you're going home, or is it just still devastating because you know up to that point all you knew was the Rangers? What was your first reaction to being traded? Uh, you know it. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't want to play really for the North Stars, you know, and you know. Um, and I, you know, uh, anyway, I um, I ended up playing for a short 
you know, and a short time. And, and, you know, I did join them in March, so, you know, I think I played 15 games or so, or I forget how many games I played. But um, uh, at that time, you know, I I just wasn't in the, and they offered me a contract after, you know, um, after the season was over to um, uh, for a three-year contract, but I never did take them up on it. Um, I, you know, I just didn't feel that, uh, that it was the right move at that time. But I do, I did have an opportunity to, to in '87 to play for um, um, Edmonton. Right. You know, for you know the playoffs and a short stint in March too. And I never did. That's one thing I did regret. <laughs> no, you know. You know, because they did offer me. You know, they they did get word to me that uh, if I wanted to join them, I could have, and that would have been a, you know, pretty amazing experience too, playing with those guys. So, of those twelve games you did play with the North Stars, one of them was against the Rangers. What was that like playing against uh, a bunch of your former teammates? <laughs> well, you know. The, thing about the NHL is the personnel and uh, you know changes around so much and mostly when uh, Phil was there you know yeah, um, Phil. It, yeah you know it was like uh, uh, you know I remember um, playing against Giles who was with Minnesota so it was like it was uh, um, it was kind of strange feeling because um, so many of the personnel had switched around anyway you know and and uh, that's one thing you have to get used to in pro. You can be there one day and be in California the next, you know. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of a strange experience, you know, not well, knowing how the crowd would react or, you know, or whatever. So, 